all of you out there in Eorzea, welcome to She Heals. I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is February 21st, and this is episode 206 of the Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete. Always by my side is the boisterous beauty. I got my voice back. Hey guys, Avi here. Thank you for being here as always, Avi, and I am glad you have your voice back. Are you though? You did a you actually did a really good job at contributing last week, even though your voice was almost completely gone. Thank you, you. actually talked a lot more than I was expecting, and then lot, I crashed uh, hard. A lot more than I wanted, and then yes, you did crash. I crashed really hard, hard and quick. I tried, I tried, and then I was like, and now I need to go to bed. <laughs> well, well, welcome back, Avi's voice, and welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us, either listening from your podcast or podcatcher of choice, watching on YouTube, or joining us live here at twitch.tv slash tank. and that sound was a sub from Fatalis05. Pete, thank I thought you, you so much. I thought you turned off the Twitch sounds. I turned off the follows, the one that goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds just like you. Uh, so, yes, you can sub, too. If you join us here live at twitch.tv slash tank. you found us. Now hit the sub or follow button on whatever you're using to listen to us, and then the next episodes will find you. <laughs> if you're a fan of the show, please tell a friend, and if you're so inclined, you can sub like Vitalis05 just did and help us keep on, keep the lights on here like these wonderful, sexy, intelligent people. So we many first-timers. have KitKat Terabyte, first-timer, and then these next five, I believe, are all gift subs from your friend Da Bunny. Da Bunny Nader! Thank you, Debunnator. Uh, Dana Timkin, Sluggo5869, Jehusifer, Bronze Solo 22 uh, Kinara Nabulo, close enough. All first time subs <laughs> via that gift, gift subs. Um, Seder Eagles Claw, three months. Caters, three months. Crow623, four months. Nomad NP, five months. Voxna7, nine months. Hyper Pixie Gaming, 16 months. Thank you all so much. You are all wonderful, sexy, intelligent people. And um, Broly just said that uh, when listening to the last show, his coworkers were actually concerned about him when he started laughing hysterically at work. And that is like the best, I think, compliment you can I, hear about a I'm podcast. I'm going to assume that's probably about Chili Creamin. Uh, I'm not sure. I just know that I love it when someone shares content with me that makes me laugh like a crazy person around other people. So I'm really glad that we could do that to you. And hopefully we do the same thing. We've got a great show for you tonight. As always, you have an opportunity to be a part of the show as well. We're now three or four days into patch 5.2. The only disclaimer is if you call in tonight is that we're not doing any stoyer, storer, story spoilers. Try to combine those two words. So when words. you combine them, they're stoilers? Stoilers. Uh, so let us know what you've done so far, what you've liked, what you haven't liked, but do it without spoiling it for the other people that haven't done it yet. And of course, if you do want to call in, you do it by joining our Discord. Join that on deck channel, and then we'll bring you live on air to see what you have to say. And let's get right into it with everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Green Leaf Minute, and I think this one is going to be a fairly quick one this week. Want me to do it? Uh, nope. <laughs> no, go ahead. I think you can handle it. I have not proofread this, so I probably should have done that, but that's cool. So this week we're going to talk about a- She's like Ron Burgundy. She'll just read whatever I write on there. Nope. 
we're going to talk about a change with materia that came in patch 5.2. Previously, once you had spirit bonded a piece of gear to 100%, you could then convert that gear and get materia. However, that piece of gear would then be destroyed. Gone forever. Now, in patch 5.2, the convert option is gone. However, the new option is extract. Not to be confused with retrieve, which is simply retrieving materia that is currently melded on the gear. The new extract option will give you a piece of materia after you've spirit bonded it, and it won't destroy the piece of gear. It just simply resets the spirit bond to zero, and then you can repeat the process all over again. This is most helpful really for crafters and gatherers um, because the materia that is harder to get than others is theirs. So now if you want to keep an eye on that spirit bond and start extracting materia each time you get up to 100%, you may as well do it with your battle gear as well. Why not? Yep. So that actually helped me a lot because I never got around to making my facet gear for my crafter, which is like the highest one from the last patch. Mm -hmm. Kind of because I thought there might be another one coming this patch, but there wasn't. So I went ahead and made it the other night. And so I needed to meld it all. And I was able to extract from the gear I was replacing without destroying it. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I mean, I guess it's just for glamour purposes now. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe you really liked the gear and, and that kind of sucks to have to, to lose it by doing by doing that. So now you get to keep it. I think it makes sense. Yeah. And it's really going to save you a lot of money if you're melding your set of crafting or gathering gear. Mostly crafters. I mean, gatherers was more expensive than like the battle classes, but it still wasn't near what the crafters were at. So like the higher level materia, how you could retrieve it, would there was still a percentage to lose it, correct? Yeah, even with like the the highest level, highest tier of materia on the guaranteed slots, you have a 40% chance of retrieving it i think so you have a 60 percent chance of losing it so then my question is so with this extract option do you only get one of the materia or do you get all of them okay so this is a good green leaf minute extract is the spirit bond Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with whatever else is melded on that piece of gear. Oh, so you're so, literally the spirit bond is like creating a material. Yeah, you know how you used to convert oh. the material, convert the piece of gear. You used to destroy the gear, and then you'd get material right, in return. Right, right. So that's gone. Oh. And now, when you have it fully spirit bonded, you can extract and get a piece of material from that. But I, it, it, let's say you have five melds on it currently, all five of those still stay on there. No, no, no. I get it now. I guess it's been so long since I converted a piece of gear to material, like. I kind of almost forgot that this was something you could do in the game. Like, I honestly, I haven't done this in so long. I, I think I did forget that this was something you could do in game. I just, I, it be- used to always hurt me because I'd like upgrade my crafting gear and then I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to convert this now. You know, something that was hard to make and took me a long time to gather all those materials. Yeah. And, but I want that materia that I'm going to get out of it. So I'm just going to destroy this piece of gear now. I think because I'm not a crafter and gatherer, it's not something that I actively do on the regular. So I just honestly forgot about it. So um, cool. And it's going to be really handy because now you can do it, you know, over and over. If you're crafting a lot, you get that spirit bond fairly quickly. Like if you're doing a whole bunch of, you know, wooden boards or whatever, you just do a whole quick synth stack of them and you get quite a bit. Didn't you have some really bad luck melding materia this week, actually? Yeah, it wasn't the worst I ever had, but I failed like 37 times on a 17% success rate one. In a row? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds fun. Like I, said, I want to craft. Not not the worst I ever had. Luckily, I had all that materia in my retainer. Like, I didn't have to buy any for that. Well, didn't you have to buy it afterwards? I had to buy it for more pieces. I ran out. <laughs> Jeez. But that was the worst luck I had, and I was able to meld my whole set in one day. 
So not too bad. Only 24 hours. Uh, it was more like a couple hours. <laughs> so not too bad. Let's move on to Avi's favorite segment. It's not. It's the Tweet of the Week. It is the Tweet of the Week. And we had a battle this week between me and Avi. We a had battle. Com- com- it was fierce. Competing visions on which one should be the Tweet of the Week. I do agree that yours is funny. Now that, like, when you explained why it was tweeted, it's funnier than when I just read it. I was like, what? I didn't think it was that funny. And then I was like, oh, okay. And the other one I liked is just because it, it proved that I'm right. <laughs> I like being proven right. So the one I picked was from Chile, and he tweeted, So I called into She Heals I Tank tonight. And it sounded like I just said I finished creaming myself, but I swear it was streaming. And I found this one funny because Chile tried to get ahead of it. Like, this was before the episode yes. was released. He's just like, hey, I just want to put this out there. You guys are going to hear something. I didn't say that. And I didn't think about it that way. I was like, damn, Chili, like, why'd you tweet that so fast? Like, I just thought it was funny that he, like, tweeted it so quickly, but not that funny. And then when Pete was like, no, he's trying to get ahead of that. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Like, that that I will give you. Yeah, damage control. Like, it was, like, oh, okay, that's funnier. And I'm pleased to say no one believed him. <laughs> no, no one did. And my tweet of the week is from at Scotch FFXIV who says, She heals I tank. I don't expect this to win tweet of the week, but you can level Fisher without ever equipping a fishing rod. The first fishing quest gives you a level one fish and a rod, but you don't have to equip it until the next one. Just because the rod is there doesn't mean she has to use it. I feel like I should tell Pete that when he's like in the mood and I'm not. I feel like just because it's there doesn't mean I have to use it. <laughs> that was perfect. It was a bad. It was a bad dick joke. I like bad dick jokes. Like the dick was bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's time for news and notes from around. Are you not even gonna comment? You're not even gonna comment. Like, and I and I confirmed this because when I unlocked ocean fishing, by the way, I had not done that you quest. You know, I don't like to dwell on when <laughs> there's something that I was wrong at. There was there was a quest, and I was like, oh, I actually have to do this. Like first fair, quest. You weren't confident that you didn't have to. I was like it. like eighty percent. Like I wasn't like hundred, but I was like, I am pretty positive. I never did that. I don't think I've ever done that. Never touched a rod <laughs> ever. Pure right. news and notes from around the realm, Avi. More bad news for PAX East. Previously, Sony had canceled their plans to exhibit there due to concerns for the COVID-19 or more commonly known as the coronavirus. Uh, Square Enix hasn't totally canceled, but they have made the decision to scale back the amount of people that they will be sending. Mm. So while there will still be a Square Enix booth, the panel for the artwork for Final Fantasy XIV, developer signing session, and photo op, as well as the fan gathering, have all been canceled. Damn, that's like real. That was most of like the cool shit. I know that's that, but like this is the first time I think I guess I've really heard about public gathering things being scaled back due to fear of the coronavirus. Well. To be clear, it's not like in the U.S. Not uh, that's what I wanted to clear up because yeah. a lot of people were thinking like you. Yeah. But the concern is they don't want to travel, you know, like from Southeast Asia because like all of the stuff from over there. So it's more about they don't want to get contaminated on the way here. They're not worried about it here. Oh, it's where they're stopping through. It's kind of like them spreading it. They don't want to bring it on the plane and blah, 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 blah. Or they don't know who's on the plane and da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that, makes, that makes way more sense because of where they're coming from. It sucks. But this shit better be worked out by the time of Fan Fest. Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, you will still have the chance for the I Beat Ruby Weapon t-shirt, which is really the reason you're there you anyway. just kind of depressed me because now I was like, unless like everyone's dead from coronavirus, then it doesn't matter because it's everywhere. Like you just made my brain go like crazy. They better <laughs> still come for Fan Fest. It doesn't matter if we're all dead. Just get over here. Scorpion uh, says. It looks like they will be doing a stream from Japan for the artwork panel instead of doing it. At PAX East, it will be in English and Japan, and that will take place Saturday, February 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Final Fantasy 14 Twitch channel. So there was a complaint um, in game about this is about armoire. This is actually something I didn't experience. So I'm kind of surprised about this. Uh, people complained that they weren't able to put their new Valentine's Day event gear into the armoire, um, and there was a response from the community team member Kiwi Kopo on the official forum who wrote, "We've confirmed with the dev team that you'll be able to place the Valentine's Day gear in the armoire from patch 5.2. Please wait just a little bit longer." Uh, I I never had that issue. What do you mean you never had that issue? I put it in my armoire just fine. The newest one. Yeah. Are you talking about the armoire or your glamour chest? Oh, yeah, you're right. I couldn't put it in the armoire. I put it in my glamour chest. Yeah, good good point. Okay. Avi's like, the rules don't affect me. I, I was, was like, able to do it. How, how is this a thing? And you know, you're right. I was like, I thought it was odd it wouldn't go to the armoire. And I was like, oh, well, let's put it in my glamour chest. <laughs> Um, um, there we go. Well, unlike- I just lost all of the like cred I had from that fishing tweet. <laughs> and like, I know you're a glamour junkie, but seasonal event stuff goes in the armoire. Well, unlike you, where you just decided to put it in your glamour chest, people wanted to put it in their armoire and they're fighting for it and they got it. Well, they should. That's that's a bug. Um, honestly, though, I would have put all of the pieces in the armor except for probably the leg piece because I know that I'm going to be keeping them. I've got them dyed so that the colored piece looks like my character's skin tone. So um, I want to just dye it once and then not have to change that. And to do that, you have to put that in the dresser. So I, I really wish there was something just like a mannequin and then you could like click on the head and like all your head pieces would show up that you have. Like, I'm sure that'd be really hard. But, but you literally just go to the head piece of... I know, but I just want to like click on the head and then it shows me all of them. Like on your character? Like I, I don't want to have to put it in. Like I just want like everything that I've ever accumulated to be available, which I know will never happen, but that's what I want. I don't like having to deal with the glamour chest, okay? Like you literally, it shows them all to you in these little mini images. Thank you for that sub, and KK McCloud. And there's the try-on feature. So you want, you want it to be like, you want to see it on your character. I still don't understand. I don't want to have to put stuff into the glamour chest. Why don't you try it on before you do that then? That's not the point. What? I just want to have everything I've ever accumulated available. That's not possible. Why not? Because that's not possible. It's possible. That's why they made the glamour chest was to help out. So you just keep the ones that you like. If you like, it's too much. Like there's there's websites for that. Like Gamer Escape has, you know, you're able to preview the gear on the different races for most of the gear. Just go there and see what it looks like on, on a freaking hire. You know, I don't like third party tools, Avi. Oh my goodness. Well, Kiwi Copo went on to say some adjustments to the system were necessary in order to be able to place these items in the armoire, which is why it took longer than usual. Please understand that in the future, there may be similar cases where you will not be able to put items in the armoire right when the event starts. Also, just a reminder that when you put dyed gear in the armoire, the dye will vanish and the gear will be reset to its default color. As I just said. Ha <laughs> ha. Did you say that? I did. I wasn't listening. We said, if you want to diet, I keep it in the glamour dresser. So 
Because we talked about Avi crashing a little bit early last week, we do have a couple notes that we... It's kind of like the miscellaneous stuff from the patch notes that we wanted to go over last week that we didn't get to. So we have... It still applies because, you know, it was released in 5.2, but maybe you don't realize yeah, it. But I'm going to put it in the news section instead of the discussion because I think we're just going to... I think you're just going to burn through some of these. So first picture we have is of the umbrellas. And you wanted to make the point that they are going to be diable. Did we talk about that? I don't remember. I feel like that was something we definitely talked about. Maybe I... that's just the picture I ended on. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and we got fish prints. Everyone's favorite thing since ocean fishing. I thought we talked about that too. No, maybe we did. <laughs> New craftable items have been added to the company workshop. The picture they showed for this was a new glamour for a house. I'm pretty sure we talked about this too. No, we didn't. I'm sure we didn't. Are I'm you? Like, I'm like 20% sure. <laughs> no one's saying anything, so I don't think we have. If, if we didn't talk about this, then we fucking talked about everything. I think it looks really cool. Uh, it has a stone first story and a wooden second story, and I was all about it. I really like the facade of this house. It is very cool I, looking. I might craft this. I still feel like we talked about this last week. Maybe we just talked about it before the podcast. Probably. It's got a very like Tudor you were, you look were to it. You were fucking out of it last week. I was very out of it last week. You don't even remember being here. <laughs> I'm always here. Erlon says it's February 14th, right? <laughs> KK yep. just said Pete's got a slop off <laughs> Disco Cup does say they remember umbrellas. All right. That's just the picture that I had left on there. We (laughs) probably did talk about it. (laughs) And uh, we talked about before that we're going to get more FC ranks. Uh Uh-huh. They told us what we're going to get from them. And a big, like, who cares from this for me? Yeah. So we're getting just basically, like, increases in the number of company chest compartments as well as the uh, maximum number of inactive company actions. It's like, really? You couldn't even give one, like, active one more active one. Well, I do think that the um, number of inactive company actions is kind of nice because it did feel like it wasn't very many. So uh, I it's mean, just you had enough say for like five days. The most you can um, increase your your company chess compartments is up to five, and that's like five different tabs instead of. And then so you get to four to five, and then the biggest thing you the inactive company actions will increase eventually up to twenty. I'm not going to go through all the numbers. No, not up to twenty. Uh, when you reach level 20, it increases the maximum number. Oh, that's good. So when you, when you reach uh, at rank 10, it increases the number of company chest compartments to four. Right, right. But you didn't say how many company actions it increases it by. By one. Are you just assuming? Yes. Okay. They didn't. I, I didn't write this shit. I copied and pasted this from the patch notes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Avi. He's mad at me. You've, you've ruined the stream. I was just laughing. This is what you were super excited about, but I don't think they're actually in the game yet. What is this? It's oh. the furniture design contest winners. I just think that's really cool. We got a picture of it um, on chat right now. They, they, uh, it's like the backdrop that people kind of wanted for that photo shoot. That gives you like the solid white background. There's a cool bed. You've got the um, bomb cauldron. I guess it's a cauldron and a couple other things. I think it's really cool. We got to preview that. And I'm excited to see it in game. Got a rocking chair with like yarn or fruit on it. I honestly like see like the uh, the backdrop just being like your FC room. <laughs> like you put that in there with some lights and that's it. And then you keep it private. Nobody else can go in there because it's literally just a photo op spot. And then some outdoor items. We have this little garden area, like brick garden and has a brick wall on it. 
I don't know like where you put that in your garden to really make it fit. I can see people pushing this up against the house to make the house look like the lower half of it is actually bricked. And also it might be cool to, with a little window, have like a fountain come out of it. Kind of layer it's stuff got together. some uh, like rose bushes right up against the wall. Yeah, put some it has some blue and pink. What are they called? Hyacinth. Wait. Hyacinths. Hyacinths. And then a little bit smaller flowers down at the bottom there. It looks pretty nice, but I just don't know how it's going to fit well in with what we have. I think it will. And then they added the couple items we also saw previewed. Um, oh, that's not what I thought. So this is the inside of the house, um, which... I, I'm not exactly sure what's being previewed here. It's like a picnic table. We definitely have a new like masonry kind of flooring and wall. So you can kind of get a more castle look in your house. And there's definitely new like wall plants that actually have flowers on them, which is pretty. I wonder if you could dye those. That would be super cool. I will definitely be using those if I can have different colored flowers on my walls. And the one I thought we were talking about was some of the uh, Shadowbringers outdoor plants, which is one is the uh, Lidra Draw. Lidra Lid. I always want to switch. Loran. Yeah, I always put the R in the wrong space, and I can't say the it right. pixie area. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like an arch, and I was really hoping it would be indoors so I could put it in my basement, but it is not. And then um, the purplish pink tree that uh, is outside of the main Crystarium area. Lakeland. In Lakeland. You're so smart. I'm you know not all good these at names. names. And I think I heard that um, the Lita Loran one drops from a dungeon. I think that Don Meg one. Mm -hmm. So I think it's cool if that's a trend that they start doing, adding more drops like that from the dungeons yep. to give them more replay value. That's so pretty. Like, I want that. Because I, I would love to make like a trail of those. I think I would actually prefer them add a little more items to the dungeons to make me want to replay them opposed to putting everything in the new maps. Well, I mean, having specialty items drop from dungeons is a very MMO thing to do. So it, it makes sense. Like, why aren't we doing that? That's something that's like expected from MMOs. That's a thing that's been done for a very long time. You just get gear to turn in for grand company seals. <laughs> or decent. Yeah. And they've added a new race of mannequin, Avi. The Aura. Now you can have an Aura mannequin. We also got some new aquarium fish, like one of them that's like terrifying with like some giant fish teeth and Bangs. finally new hyacinth bulbs have been added to flower pots i figured i guess my, they figured they already made them for that outdoor plant uh, feature they could just add them to the pots now and new estate tags have been added including under renovation which i should probably add to my house and never take down and concert hall so you can uh, stage your own group of bards and perform concerts for the people for the masses then the last picture we have is of a new gate. Or I was actually... literally trying to like get you to not talk about that yet. I literally just took the text and pasted it lower, and then you went, picture. Well, maybe you should have done that in advance. <laughs> I, uh, well, because so it's the new gate for the, it's the new jumping gate called um, the Falling it, City of Nim. Yeah, it's still the Leap of Faith, but the new stage is called the Falling City of Nim. The reason I wanted to move it is because we've actually done this. So this is more like discussion than it is news. We don't need to discuss this. Oh, okay. It's the same as it ever was. It was pretty. I really, I thought it was prettier than the last one was. Yes, it looks better. The same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. But it's the same. It's a jump puzzle. And it, it in my opinion, wasn't any harder than the ones we have now. I actually think it's probably not, a little bit easier. I don't think they're going to make them harder. I mean, I'm still not good at it, but I beat it. So that was good. 
But yes, it does look more interesting than the ones we currently have. And super excited for all you glamour people out there, which is basically like 98% of you, everyone but Pete. Uh, the weekly restrictions on Copy That's Factory right, have been removed. I account for 2%. <laughs> the weekly restrictions for Copied Factory have been removed. So now you can um, run it to your heart's content. And that does uh, remove the restriction on the gear as well as the coin that you can get to turn in to upgrade Ooh, your tome gear. I might need to get me some coins. It might be like a copied factory day tomorrow morning. The allegory tombstone has been added. Of course, we always get a new tombstone. Roulettes have been updated. Tomes are so... Oh, we already know that shit. And we get bunny minion. We get ruby weapon mounting and barding. And we get amaritine and baby shark minions. Baby shark. I got my shark shirt on, baby. <laughs> And some system changes. Fees are now charged for items bought at the market board when the player is in the city where the item was listed. That means you cannot go visit the city where the item is listed to try to avoid the tax man. I was told I totally did that on big purchases. I was a big fan of doing that on big purchases. What was your idea of a big purchase? Uh, anything over like 800k. Okay, that's actually more than I thought it was going to be. I no, thought you were going to say like 50K. No, no, like anything where it's like, ooh, that's that's a good amount of money to not want to play. Yeah. <laughs> you interested in RTX 280 Ti? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they do cost 800K. Oh, my God. $1,300. Ouch. They did have them in stock. Uh, All right, so uh, upon completing a duty, the time until players are now forced to leave has been changed from 10 minutes until the remainder of the entire duty time. Yeah, I actually really like this change. Me too. Because a lot of the times when you're new to the game, you don't really get to check out the dungeon. Because especially if you're not the tank and you're not leading the group, and even sometimes when you are the tank, if you're moving a a little bit slow for people's taste, then someone else might start early pulling. Right. So this gives you a chance... If you go through the dungeon really fast to go back and look at what you might have missed. Without risk of dying. (laughs) Oh, without being kicked out. Well, and without, like, everything's dead at that point. So you can run away and everything. Yeah. And uh, this is actually pretty nice for, uh, I believe it's Sestasha and maybe Thousand Maws of Todorak. Because those are two dungeons where you can go through on like a really quick run for the first time and you won't get the Mapping the Realm achievement. Very true. So then you can go back on those and get the Mapping the Realm achievement. Or you just go, F you bitches, I'm getting my achievement. And you yeah. run into that little corner, which I think play you Play a tank do. so you can do whatever the fuck you want. Or just play the game however the heck you want. You can now set up your fellowships to give you notifications if there is a new message. I don't think you actually have to set it up. I think it's automatically set up to do that because I did get a notification for one of my fellowships. Just so a little green dot. I guess if dot. you don't want it, you have the option to not get that notification. I think you have to manually go and turn that off, which I actually appreciate because I hate any system where I have to manually go check if there is a message there because I just won't do it. I, I feel like no one really uses fellowships. Me? Well, I think this is... Uh, this is the intent of trying to get people to use it because now they realize like people wouldn't check it because it's kind of disappointing to feel like check there, there's, and there's nothing there. I think everyone like maybe if this was something that was implemented at the beginning of the game, yeah. and, like people used it right from the start, but everyone has their own like discord clicks or whatever, or they have their FC websites and they just do messaging through there and it's not very efficient either. Uh, reason eighteen oh three just said that the fellowships tend to be used more often in Japan. No, they so it's are not about they you, are Pete. Smarter than it's us. Not about you. They do more savage. <laughs> they do more ultimate. They use the fellowships. Just better at the game than us. Uh, <laughs> no. 
I said they were just better than us in general. <laughs> Holden Koffel, thank you so much for seven months. Just love the show. We love you. I like your name. That's really <laughs> cute. Um, the option to oh, I lo- oh, I forgot about this. I need to actually like set this up. Uh, see, this is why I'm good that we were reading these. Uh, so they added the option to reply in selected chat mode. So it's in the subcommands and. I think this is an amazing feature and it's something that I, I feel like I remember talking about that you can do in ESO. And so whatever was the last chat you used, if you set this up, it'll make it so like you'll continue to chat in the last chat you used. And then when you want to change, you just type, you know, backslash FC to get out of party chat and then you're typing an FC chat. Uh, that's going to be a really big time saver. And I think keep people from, sorry, Miss Tell <laughs> all the time. See, I've never just like pressed enter to bring up chat and start chatting. I always do backslash command. Well, you have to, but now you don't. No, you don't. You can just press enter and start typing and it'll be whatever you're set, whatever you're defaulted to. I know, but I'm just saying like, yes, that's the thing, but because you just can't do, I I can't do that because I've misspelled so many times Yeah, because of that. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to say I got big brain and I always do the backslash. You've never, ever sent a mistell. No. I don't agree. Believe that. I don't believe that. Sometimes it's just because you have to type that backslash beforehand. Uh, it, no, Chili, it's, the difference is it only did it with the one that you set it to. What this changes it to is that it's replying in whatever your selected chat mode is. So if you're doing backslash FC, the next time you hit enter, it'll automatically go to backslash FC. And then you want to type in party chat, you do backslash P, type. The next time you hit enter, it'll be in party chat. It's, auto, it's more intuitive now and it'll switch automatically rather than just staying in whatever you set it to. Because right now you can only, before 5.2, you could only have it set to one channel to be enter. Yeah. And so, it was like. So if you're typing in FC all the time and then you yeah. got, went into a party, you hit enter thinking you're talking in party and it'd go to FC. Because of that, I actually, like I had it set to FC, but even so, I never used the enter function because I didn't want to get in the habit of ever doing it because then I would type in the wrong channel. <laughs> yeah. It's it's new. I Just guarantee you guys it's new. Chat's like, I feel like I've done this. I feel like that's already been there. This is this is new. I guarantee it. I, will n- never I type change. and talk a lot. I will never change. <laughs> I always do the backslash command. And I always will. I'm a stubborn old man. It, it takes one more button. That's three. At least four. At least five. Back P. One more button. Space. Back FC. You have to do enter. And it can't be capitalized. If it's capitalized, then it won't work. Yeah, I know how to type, okay? <laughs> and Deal. some quality of life adjustments. The camera distant, distance set when logging out will remain the same upon logging in. I thought I was going to be really excited about this, but I realized that I've logged in a few times since 5.2, and I've not noticed this at I all. would never have fucking noticed. <laughs> never knew this was a thing. It, I, I did because it, it zoomed you in every time, and so then every time I logged in, I would zoom myself back out because I played the game fully maxed out yeah so do i but i guess i've just never i also flick my button a lot you like to flick the button like to flick the bean <laughs> um if the recommendations window is locked when logging out it will stay a lot stay locked when you log back in thank goodness that thing was super annoying to me um to have to do every time like what's the point of closing it if it's just gonna open again you can now use the backslash dice command in any channel you choose rather than only having the option to do backslash random command, which would show up in the say chat. So this is cool because that way, if you're in yeah. a group and you're trying to like kind of like who goes first, you could backslash now dice. Now you can gamble in private. Can private gambling, guys. 
And finally, you can now change the character display name size from the standard to large and maximum. Why not super small? I want to make them smaller. No one wants smaller, Avi. I want smaller. No one wants smaller. But me. All right. right. What am I going to get right this week, Avi? This one was kind of inspired by some of the content that we got from 5.2. It's it's not spoiler. Ocean fishing? Totally. Fishing? You know that's the content that everyone is doing right now. I do. I really do. This question. Everyone and their mom. It's from me. It says, what was used to power the Ultima weapon? And bonus points if you know who gave this ancient relic to Gaius. Propane. A, Soul of Bromini. B, Heart of Sabik. C, Gallbladder of Your Mom. Or D, Mind of Thoros. I think it's probably nothing from my mom. (laughs) C, it's totally Gallbladder of Your Mom. I don't know why I really wanted gallbladder to be an option. <laughs> like, I really wanted gallbladder. Do you have the answer? Can I look at the You options? can look at it, yeah. And then uh, let me know if you know who gave it to them. Um, Sola Bromini sounds fake. So is your face. Because of bro. Mm. Bromini. <laughs> sounds like pasta. Heart of Sebak. Sabik. Sabik. Sounds like it could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Mind of Thoros seems like it's something, but not from Final Fantasy. Isn't Thoros of Mir a Game of Thrones character? I don't know. I'm going to go with B, Heart of Sebik. Sebik, you are right. Hell yeah. Do you know who gave it to him? Who gave it? Who to what? Who gave the Heart of Sebik to the Garleans to power Sabik the Ultima weapon? himself. He's like, I hereby donate. <sighs> Come on. No, Peter. My heart. Actually, stop and think about this. Okay, think about, you know, Ultima Weapon. Who was a player? What was going on? Gaius. Who gave it to Gaius? (laughs) It says, like, literally in the question, who gave it to Gaius? Papa Gaius. Yeah, you have no idea. Dude, I don't, that was so long ago. Can you even think of, like, a race of people? Or, like, a type of people? Garleans. The Garleans are the ones who received it, you freaking idiot. (laughs) I thought that's what we were talking about. No, who gave it to the Garleans? <laughs> Whose intervention did it require and why? This is like... <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, my God. I don't know how to help him, you guys. I don't know how to help him. Okay. the This group of entities is a group of entities. Does that help? A group of entities could be anything. Oh. <sighs> Is there, there's a reason I'm using that word instead of people. Wait, are you talking about how like Ultima Weapon absorbed the primals? Oh my God, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about Assians again? Yes, I am. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Fuck. (laughs) How come every time you try to talk about Assians, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You just tell me those masked fuckers. Basic. I was trying. Even Chad's like, "Come on, Pete. It's your mom." It's because for years and years that we had Assians that did (gasps) fuck all. Hmm. Okay, so of the Assians, who do you think back in this? La Habrea. Yay! It's like the OG Assian. Yes. 
You just told me what Asian was in the fucking Praetorium. That's like, that's too simple. Not for me. Oh my God. I literally, I feel like. Hey, let's not lose track that I got it right. You're trying, <laughs> you're trying to trip me up on the follow-up question. It was just so bad, Pete. I thought you were going to get This is like it. the second time in a row you started rambling on about who taught who what, and it's always been the Asians. Then why didn't you get it? Because uh, I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it's always the Asians, but I can't figure out that it's the Asian. Oh my god! I like literally is like we talking about Asians. I think this is obvious, but the reason I brought this up is because horse mess. that's a horrible audio clip, Pete. I know it's horse mess. <laughs> oh, garbage. garbage. I don't like most of your audio clips. Lord, just name the basic Asian logic. Use brain. <laughs> Thank you, Ocops. <laughs> my god! See, Pete, like. You're making me feel like I need to make the questions even easier. I got the fucking question right. I know, but the other options were pretty fucking easy. I remembered Civic from something. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I don't believe you. Oh, Pete needs to put more points into his mental attribute tree. Too bad that's not this game. Fuckers, I've got them right. <laughs> All of them right. All right. Let's move on to some discussion. <laughs> Should we talk about what we did in patch 5.2, Avi? Sure, except... Just so you guys know, we are keeping this episode main scenario quest spoiler free. Um, and to be honest, we actually haven't done any of the MSQ. I've done the first quest. To unlock Ruby Weapon. That's all either of us have done. Uh, so we have no opinion on it. We're not going to say anything about it. Because honestly, why would we do it when we're going to record the podcast and talk about all the things that are not it? We don't need to explain ourselves. That's, well, that was lo- that was logic, Pete. I'm trying to to help you learn to understand what this logic thing is. There's a there's like a reason behind, not like an excuse. I'm explaining yeah, the logic. We're using logic, just like the Asians. I'm so proud of you. They don't use logic. They don't, but he's trying really hard. If you want to add to this brilliant discussion, join that Discord. Hop in the on deck channel. Oh my God, Disco Cup just said next week's question: What is the name of this game? All right. Join, <laughs> join the on deck. Let's throw some questions at Pete. Trivia questions at Pete night. No, let's not do that. Yeah. Ugh. Don't want to embarrass you all. He said to stop putting, put your points uh, in intelligence or put your intelligence points in logic instead of crafting motions, rotations. <laughs> crafting rotations more valuable. <laughs> I make money, money good. All right. Before we get to like what we did, I do want to say... That even though we haven't done the MSQ, it hasn't feel like this patch has been lacking, which I haven't been able to say for all of the Final Fantasy fourteen patches. That's true. Sometimes it's like, well, if I haven't done MSQ yet, I don't have anything to do. I've definitely felt like I have stuff to do this patch it, other than MSQ. It's weird because it's like a combination of, I feel like I have stuff to do. We're, we're writing up what we're going to talk about in the outline. It's like, what have you done? Three things. But, I, you know... <laughs> With ocean fishing, like I was so consumed with that and getting my fucking mount that I totally forgot to keep on doing my beast tribe quests every day. Like I did it the first day and then never did them again. We need to help you with these brain powers, Pete. Time to eat some more spinach. I eat tons of spinach. No, you don't. Piss spinach. French fries do not count as spinach. All right. So with that being said, let's talk about ocean fishing. That's what I ended up doing quite a bit. 
mainly, and I did that first, actually. The first thing I did when I logged in the game was unlock ocean fishing because someone said the boat's leaving in 20 minutes. So I was like, I got to do that shit. Actually, the, the first thing I did was unlock ocean fishing as well, but it was by doing the level one quest for fishing and then, like I said, I didn't know how long that was going to take and then going through and unlock fishing and then it would be ready in an hour. So then I went and did some Eden quests because I like started it and then was told oh, it's, it'll be again at this time. And so then I was like, all right, well, I'll be ready for it. And then when you finally get onto the ocean fishing boat, Avi, you start talking to all, everyone in Discord and you have no idea how to fish. I what, no does idea. Do? <laughs> what does this do? What does this do? What does this do? Luckily, my FC was very wonderful. And we had like a, we had a full party the first time I did it. And I was like, why are you doing that? What you, how do you put the bait on? Why does it matter? Why is that person sitting? God, I'm glad I wasn't in there with you. <laughs> Everyone was really wonderful and very patient with me. <laughs> so I guess before we get to my experience, what was your experience? Because we didn't do this together until our second run. Uh, I guess the first boat, I had beginner's luck. I had a lot of fun on the first. I don't know that I had a great score because like, I've learned also, by the way, you guys. So this whole like not doing any of the fishing quest thing is not the best you, method you probably have finish. bad gear oh yeah but not even that you need to do the fishing quest to unlock some of the abilities so even though i have the level to use some of the abilities i actually can't use them so i am going to have to put effort if i want to continue like ocean fishing past the mount um i'm gonna have to put effort into unlocking those abilities by doing the actual fishing quest the other thing i do want to say is i think i got like four levels i think it was level 68 and i'm like several 72 or something now Yes, it definitely does seem like it's going to be one of the best, if not the best way to level your they fisher. They will probably nerf it, so like get your levels in now. I don't think so. They've made it so brain dead easy to level all the gatherers uh-huh. that I think that's just like by design now. They don't want you to have to put too much too much effort into it. Are you watching other streams I on fucking while we're podcasting? I, I wasn't going to call you out, but I'm gonna like, God damn it. I saw, I saw you looking. And then you then you started typing. I had to. I watched so hyper pixie streaming. <laughs> it was an ESO stream. Confess it. <laughs> hyper pixie. Motherfucker. No, it's it's because yesterday hyper pixie took me into the uh, vet. Really difficult hey, dungeon. This is a Final Fantasy fourteen. I didn't go into details, doing? and now she's actually doing the same thing to somebody else, and they still haven't beat the first boss, and they've died more times than they died when I was there. And all I typed was, "I'm better." <laughs> Typical Avi, always looking for a chance to say she's better than someone. Sorry, guys. All right. So you really enjoyed your first time in. So what about our second time in there, Avi? Mm, it's horrible. Yes. I found that this content can either be really fun when you get like the rainbow bonus round. For some reason, it just adds a little more excitement to it. But if you go through... Two, two of the zones. You have three zones to fish in, first of all. You fish at three different places. I honestly didn't notice. <laughs> like, I don't even know if the route I went on was the same route I went on the first time. Honestly. Yeah, she probably hasn't even noticed that there's an NPC to click on to look at the routes. No, I did know that. <laughs> but, like, while I was on the fishing boat, I wasn't, like, looking at the surroundings. I was like, okay, we're at the first stop. What bait do I use? And then I fished. I didn't, like, stop to look at the scenery. 
Oh, I didn't stop to look at the scenery either. Uh, one of my big complaints, or I guess it's not really a complaint, but it was something that I was wishing for, was that we were actually going to be moving the whole time, and I would be able to like see the the coast. Oh, that the, the ship itself would be yeah. moving, not I us. wish. Yeah, the the ship was moving, and we were able to like see the coastline of wherever we were in Costa del Sol, or you know, whatever part of Eorzea, Eorzea that we were going around, mm-hmm. I thought that would have added something nice to it. But no, you just like teleport to one fishing location and then you go to another one. You're not moving the whole time. I think I would have liked that a little bit more. And you have about seven minutes to fish at each of the each of the areas. So you are on a time limit. And I guess that's what pe- people needed to make them like fishing for some reason. A time it's, limit? It's like if you put a time limit on, it feels like a little bit of adrenaline. Like you have to catch as many fish as you can. And you I have to get, get that last cast out. I don't get the adrenaline thing unless you get like the rainbow water proc. Uh, otherwise, it's kind of like when you need to clean your house, but you don't want to. So you set a timer for 15 minutes and say, I'm going to cl- clean the house until the timer goes off, which is actually a very good technique. Um but yeah, it's like I'll be productive for this amount of time and then I'm done doing something I don't really enjoy. So are you going to keep on doing this to try to get that baby shark minion? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep doing it uh, for the baby shark minion. I'm actually more so just going to level the fisher this way because it is actually fun and um, that's it's but not. You, a- you have no idea if regular fishing is fun or not. Because as we've gone over, you never even equipped your fishing pole. If it's anything like the second ocean fishing trip I had, I don't want to do it. Is it like the second trip I had? No. How is it different? It's more fun. How? Because you're trying to catch specific fish for whatever leave quest you're doing to try to do it. I don't like leaves. All right. <laughs> I, I totally did. I don't think I would enjoy it. It's not a, I don't enjoy gathering. I gathered a level. I don't enjoy. I don't gather to enjoy it. I gather and watch Netflix movies at the same time. Like so, you could be like Avi, and this will be appealing to you, or you could like regular fishing, and this might not appeal to you that much because you do have that before said time limit, and you're trying to get as many points as you can during that time limit. So if you're the type of person that just like to take it easy fishing off the coastline watching YouTube, then you might not enjoy this content as much because you're going to feel rushed. It's not that kind of content. No, this is a this is a get it over and done with gathering. (laughs) So there are achievements for this. I mentioned the baby shark minion. You get that if you reach 5000 points and you get points every time you catch a fish. You get more if they're HQ. You get more during the rainbow bonus round and the size of the fish. So baby shark is at 500 points. You get 5, that achievement. 5,000, sorry. You get that achievement. At 10,000 points, you unlock the new shark amount. And you can reclaim those by talking to Jonathan in Old Gridania, like the main guy where you get all of your achievement rewards. I am kind of tempted to never talk to him for the shark mount. <laughs> Let's not put the cart before the horse. I want you the- got to get 10,000 points. I mean, that's literally, if you suck, going to take three boat trips. It's not ten thousand points total. It's ten thousand points in one run. Oh, you can't you can't get it cumulative. Oh, I thought no. I thought it was cumulative. Like you added it up. There's a separate oh. achievement for like a hundred thousand cumulative ones. I didn't realize that you had to get five thousand points in a single run to get the baby shark. Yes. Oh. So five thousand in a single run. Now I get it. Okay. And then I think it's either fifteen or sixteen thousand in a single run to get a title. 
Okay. Which it's, they should have used masturbator, but I'm sure it's not. <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, another change to fishing in general, not specific to ocean fishing, is that there's a addition of a bigger visual cue for a bite. Mm-hmm. You used to only have like the amount of dip <laughs> dip your tip would have based on like how heavy the bite was. A little dip to your tip. <laughs> And uh, that's how you could tell if it was a small bite, a medium bite, or a big bite. Okay. If the tip of your rod got dipped. That's a thing. And so now you have that big exclamation point. There's going to either one, two, or three based on how big that bite is. Big fish. Big fish. And so now if you don't feel like looking at the tip of your rod. You don't have to. Look for the exclamation point. All right, I think the next thing that both of us have done so far is Ruby Weapon. Yes, I've, I ran it once. And I actually really want to talk about the story part of this. Pete really, really enjoyed uh, the story but we're this. Gonna... I did too, but Pete, like, this is the first time I've seen him be like, I really like the story. This is the first time when like, I, was, I had run it before you, and then when you did it, I was actively watching you for your reaction. Because normally the story of this game, I'm not really looking for that. Mm. Like, it just... Usually there isn't stuff to have that impact. Right. But I'm like, oh, here's that soap opera moment. Avi's going to have some emotions. Uh, So we are keeping it spoiler free, even though I really want to talk about it. I will say, though, I thought the story and the mid-fight transition were head and shoulders above the actual fight. See, I actually enjoyed the fight. So our first pull, um, there is a mechanic that uh, will create like a quicksand sort of element. I don't want to like give away mechanics, but it'll, it'll... And I... I died to that on our first pull. I died to that too, and that's another one that I was watching you. I'm like, yeah. she better die to this. I am not saying I died to this if she didn't die they, to they it. They were too. like waiting for, and I was running heels, and uh, they, they were waiting for me to die to that. And it kind of felt like, I and I wasn't the only one to die to that. I think like three people did. And then the whole fight just kind of became trying to constantly recover. Uh, and so then I was just kind of like, we and we were streaming this, and I said, I really just hope that we die as a group so that we can start over because I feel like if I start over on this fight I'll be fine and I understand how the mechanics work and how all these different elements are going to play out and we died that one time and then we started over and I got three comms and we went in with three people I know and the other healer was like bitch I didn't get it well he didn't say bitch but he wanted to he said it he said it was like implied he said it did he I think he did. I think he just said, I didn't get any. I'm just predicting. He said it. Just in his head. Prognosticating. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. So I actually, I, get, I think I wiped once as well. I think like over half the group died on that first mechanic. Mm-hmm. So mine was a pretty quick wipe. It wasn't a stay alive by the skin of your teeth run yeah. like you had. It was, okay, we're starting over right now. But we actually beat I it. I would have preferred to just like start over. It was just, it was, it's not fun to keep dying and then as a healer being like okay i've got to get my mp up i got to do this and so that i can actually do my job and then i still can't it's like so yeah we beat it on our second pool and i think that might be why i thought it was just you know at the end of it i was like really that's it like i was really i really like like i said the mid the second phase transition and i liked the story afterwards Mm. but the fight itself i was a little bit underwhelmed i was really surprised by the second phase i'm not going to say more than that we're not going to say any more than that so i thought that was really cool i have seen people on twitter commenting that uh they are surprised that people people are um not doing well on ruby weapon like people are actually struggling with it which i mean they're different mechanics than we've seen before and i think that's 
potentially what will make it difficult for people that they are very unique and it's different. Uh, I think this will be a really fun fight on extreme. I have to say, I think extreme mode will be really cool. I went into extreme mode last night and we didn't too, do too well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like the I like the mechanics more in extreme than I did in normal. Okay. And I think to remember, I think to remember, I think I remember them saying like it was a new team to design this fight. Mm -hmm. So maybe they were focused more on the extreme maybe, than but, the normal. But even so, like the, the mechanics themselves, it makes sense that it's a new team because the mechanics themselves did feel very, very different. Um, and I did go in like, um, I think my healer is I level 456. So I'm like minimum I level for all this new content. So I, I'm saying when I went in on this, this is me going in very Baby level, <laughs> I guess. All right. And it looks like we have T-Learn on deck. So we're going to bring T-Learn into live on air. And did you want to talk about Ruby Weapon, T-Learn? Um, actually, I've only done the normal version of Ruby Weapon. I have not done Extreme. Me too. Okay. And, and just a reminder, we're keeping it spoiler free. No, no story yeah. stuff. No, I, I'm not going to talk about... I was just going to talk about some of the over, overall activities other than MSQ that I've been doing because, honestly, that's what, what I've been doing. All right. Why don't you start with your favorite piece of content from 5.2? Uh, honestly, E7 is my favorite. Okay. I haven't done it yet, so can you not spoil? <laughs> no, I'm not going to... I've only I'm done not... E5 and 6. Nope. Thank you. Yeah, but I've heard just, I've heard it's brutal, so you enjoy it. I've heard it's brutal. It's it's very, very, very difficult compared to the other two, but yes. Cool. It's, yeah. Um been trying to gear up a lot, been running the new dungeon that's part of the MSQ for expert roulette a lot. I haven't unlocked it, that yet. And how long did it take you to get to uh, unlocking the dungeon, would you reckon? Did you uh, say reckon? I married it, a freaking cowboy. It depends on how how fast you go through the MSQ. Yeah, how fa how fast do you think it took you? It it well the total MSQ took me seven eight hours. It took me four ish of those roughly. Sounds about okay. right. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty consistent uh, or a pretty significant uh, MSQ quest. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's quite a bit. Yeah. They said there was going to be too. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty extensive this time around. Um, with especially with all lots and lots of cutscenes, lots and lots. Set of cut some time aside. Yes, very <laughs> very very much so. Nice. Well, it's kind of cool because then it's like, like after we're done doing the podcast and I want to chill, usually I just go and watch some TV or something and be like, no, I'm actually going to do some MSQ because I'm going to sit here and basically watch a movie. <laughs> basically, especially around that, that marker, there's, there's, um, it's like watching a movie. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. And then I've been just running, running stuff with, with, um, actually with, Shout out to uh, Sakura. Mm -hmm. She's been stuff with me a lot, um, and we've been trying to just gather. In, and we we do um, we're trying to do end game crafting. Both of us. Cool. She's gotten me bit with the with the crafting bug. So. Have you uh, crafted any of the Neo Ishgardian gear yet? 
No, because my craftsmanship is not high enough. Uh, yeah, that is an 83 uh, three star. Yeah. Yeah, the Neo, the Neo Ish Guardian stuff you have, they have over 2,000 on both stats, and I don't have that yet. That's fair. I did want to comment, actually, I'll just say this now since I brought it up. Um, I do think that this gear looks amazing on every single class. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up on like our first impressions of the game, because I have never actually brought up the way a set of gear looks is because I think this is one of the most attractive gear sets that they have ever released. And I feel like that those who are really into glamour, which is a large portion of the player base have really embraced it. And I've noticed more people blowing some major gill on these pieces of gear and not covering them up than any other gear at the beginning of a patch or expansion. Damn, I should have crafted some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very it's steampunk. Definitely. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks good on every class because mm-hmm. I like the the because unfortunately, initially I was very disappointed with how the casting and healing gear, especially the healing gear for Eden Gate, which you know was the previous tier, looked yeah. really really ugly on, on my healer, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to look pretty and i want to wear it and it looks not good yes yeah i actually uh personally i don't really ever like the like the eden the alexander gear like none of that is actually my personal style like that's never gear that i've personally put on my character and worn out that's that stuff that i i think i always expect to glamour over i might um, make actual piece use actual pieces of it, but the gear itself as a whole is not great. What is this sound, Pete? All right, yeah, you are you're clipping tealer, and I don't know what's going on. So, is there anything you want to uh, add at the very end before we let you go? Um, no, that was it. All right, thank you so much for calling in, tealer. Really appreciate it. Have a wonderful evening. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right. So something. Why are you- he just went all right and pointed at me. <laughs> all right, you're up, right. Avi. Um, I don't think we mentioned that there is a checkpoint in this fight. So, like we mentioned, a second phase transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go back to Ruby Weapon really quick. Uh, there is a checkpoint, so yeah. it's not just like getting to a transition and then if you die, you have to start all it's, over it's again. It's like a little bit of a kind of mini cutscene kind you- of thing. Well, yeah, but is that what you mean it, by it, checkpoint? If or- you die, you start back at the second half. Oh, okay. I'm not a raider. I don't like a checkpoint is not a rating term. <laughs> I'm not super familiar with it. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you it get was cool. I, if you get yeah. to that second phase and you die, you don't have to start over from the beginning again. Yeah. And the same goes for the extreme version because I think the extreme version ends up being like a 12 or 13 minute fight. Ooh, that's cool. I like that. Uh, but what I've been seeing people do is once they get to that second phase, they just uh, immediately die. They run into to the, give themselves like a break. Run into the wall, and then you can reset with all your cooldowns and stuff like that. And so T Learn brought up Eden Seven. You haven't done that one yet. Uh, I've done all of them. But well, you, you, you also took Tuesday off work, and I did not. And uh, then... I was home sick from work. That just happened to coincide, right? I apologize with the patch. And then Wednesday was an ESO streaming day with Pixie, so I got to play uh, Tuesday or Thursday. Wasn't sorry, so I played Tuesday and Wednesday after work. So I did all the content I could in the time I could with me sleeping because I like to sleep a lot. Yeah, if I didn't like to sleep, I would have she so much more game like time. Eight o'clock, so she could have <laughs> played o'clock. much longer, but she had to watch. <laughs> whatever drama she's watching on netflix i as don't well. like to play right before bed i'm like if i play up until i go to bed i don't fall asleep 
I get too. I'm like my brain's too going. So anyways, personal stuff. So the ones that we've done together, or did we do them together? We did E six together. Yeah, we did do E five together. No, I said we didn't. Oh, I heard did. So what? What was your first impression of Eden five, which is the first fight in the new Eden raid? That's is that is that that's a Ramu one, right? That is the Ramu one. My first impression was, damn, Ramu's hot. And that was my immediate and first he got reaction. Merged with a horse. That's not taking away his hotness. It kinda, was kind of looks like Sid. It's not like I watched like a merging happen. I was just literally, it's like centaur Ramu, and I was like, damn, he's hot. And he's got like his beard's all nice and clean cut, unlike my husband's, who's getting a little bushy crazy right now. Uh, <laughs> I was like, he looks pretty good. That was my first impression. What I went your, healer. On what that. was your first impression of the fight? Uh, so I went with uh, Shin from Maelstrom Radio. Actually, did White Mage. I went Scholar, and then my friend V went Tank. So I knew three people in the group. V was similar to you, who went. I'm not going to tell anyone about this one mechanic. And then well, the no first... one should on no, their no. first run. And I'm not even complaining about it. There's a staff related mechanic, which I'm not going to explain it. Um, <laughs> that wiped like all the newbies basically and then we played recovery kind of like we did on ruby weapon and then the second poll she was like okay so this is how that one mechanic that killed all of you works and we're like cool and then we i I think we beat it pretty quickly after that um i even commented to shin afterwards i was like i really like healing with you and i think this is um this is a more healer specific thing i think maybe tanks experiences with other tanks in a group i don't know but definitely with healers it's nice to find somebody to heal a raid with that you have like a good rhythm with and you're not like, you know, you can rely upon them and you're not like crazy overhealing and you're able to DPS with stuff. And so that was really, I was like, I really enjoyed healing this with you. You do kind of notice it as a tank as well, but I'd say it's probably not as pronounced as healing because you definitely want someone that you know, like about when they're going to tank swap and stuff like that. Yeah. You get kind of like that, that synergy with each other. But like, I think it's more important for healers because you need to know, like, are you healing the main tank? Are you healing the yeah, op tank? Yeah. Are, are you getting? Can first, I DPS right now? Are you getting first res? Am I getting first? Or are you getting first res? Whatever. Yep. Uh, so I think healers definitely have that a little more. You you want that brain meld. Cater Pants actually just said that healing is the MVP for that first week of new raid content, and and I actually do agree with you. I wasn't even going to heal it because of that. I was like, ugh, I don't want to heal this for my first run. I'm going to run dancer, and my dancer was like one eye level short, so I put effort into getting gear so I could go dancer. And then Shin was like, you're not going to heal with me. So I was like, balls. <laughs> okay. I'll heal with you. So then after we ran it the first time, uh, Broly and chat, we were asking for somebody for E6 and Broly's like, Oh, I need this. And like, Oh, you meant E5. I need E5. And we're like, we'll run E5. So we, we ran it again with Broly. Uh, and it was a lot of fun to go in another time. And like, that was just a super smooth, clean run. Um, and then we did E6 and we were all like, okay, now I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, I will say we're not going to talk about him, but the cutscenes in between were fairly long. I think they were longer than what I remembered the first uh, tier. They're, they're of definitely Eden. building. There's some character building uh, with Gaia going on, which is not. They're generally not doing as much character development. I feel like in the cutscenes as they are right now. Yeah, because we usually don't have. Well, I guess we had a new character in previous ones, but not really as not big when as you're her. hyped. Not when you're so hyped for. Yeah, like we were really hyped for her. So. Um. Yeah. So we had a return of the orbs from Ramu. Of course. They were all over the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the old uh, Ramu fight, you definitely needed the tank to get his three, and then everyone else would kind of just clean clean up the extra ones. Yeah. 
And for the most part, it's the same in this one, but sometimes there's so many out there that you need uh, pretty much everyone to pick up some. Like it used to be just like DPS would pick up the extra ones. I feel like all the groups I've been in, everyone has kind of collected at least one orb. And so I, I guess I was under the impression that everyone should have at least one stack. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like any reason not to. Like, yeah, that was kind of, that was how I guess I was approaching it is everyone should at least get that one. I thought, I well, I assumed it was actually part of the and mechanics. I, I've only run it twice, so I don't know the mechanics perfectly by mm -hmm. any means. And mm -hmm. this is kind of just like my assumption from running it those two times. It seemed like definitely like in Ramu normal, the more orbs that were out on the platform when he would do a certain move, mm -hmm. more damage would be going and more AOE damage would be going out yeah. based on how many orbs were left. So if you have, you know, a whole bunch of orbs left and you don't have any stacks, you can take up to three stacks just fine. Yep. So it doesn't matter if you're tank or healer or DPS, you can take up to three. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like that one a lot, too. Uh, I don't think I was expecting that to be the first one, though. No, which is fine. And then in Eden 6, we got the other ones that we had gotten a preview of before. Yeah. And that's kind of why I'm okay talking about it. We don't want to ruin any of the, we, yeah, we don't know the, the new surprise bosses. ones. That, that works out well. So, yeah, this is the Ifrit and uh, Garuda one, which I do have to say, uh, the way the characters look throughout every phase of the fight is really cool. That's, I'm, I don't want to say what happens or how they look or what changes occur, but yeah, it's, this it's one really has cool. Another transition little cutscene. This one does not have a checkpoint in it. So if you die, you do start all the way over. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, Garuda isn't that much of a deviation from the Garuda that we know. But Ifrit looks uh, a lot different. He's also hot. I believe he called him really sexy. He's really Okay, so yeah, Ramu's hot. Ifrit's sexy. Garuda... All right, honey, you got, got a little more hippie. She got a bit of a makeover. She's like still Garuda, but like Ifrit's like, whoa, dude, whole new you. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's what I thought when I started the fight. It's like, damn, okay. The, like Ifrit would be a really, really, really cool cosplay. There were definitely moves that were reminiscent of both Ifrit and Garuda throughout the fight, but I feel like I. I saw more Garuda in this fight than I did old Ifrit. I honestly think for me to... I've only done this fight one time. Why don't you know it all right did, now? How many times? Did you do it one I time? Twice, I think. Twice. I feel like, honestly, just like two runs is enough for... Like the, the first initial fight, I honestly can't really comment on the mechanics. Because I did the first fight two times, I, I feel like I can. I, I don't know that I really can comment on the mechanics for this one. I apologize. Uh, That wasn't even like just the mechanics, but like... The arena as well, I was more reminded of Garuda than I was for Ifrit. Ifrit, that's fair. And you already talked about the Glamour. Is there anything other than the Neo-ish Guardian gear that you really liked? Have you checked out any of the pure Glamour gear that hasn't... Uh... Yes. So there's the one... I don't remember what the name of it is, actually. There's one that looked kind of like a Grecian kind of toga wrap outfit. Hmm. Um, and I fully expected like every other kind of glamour even gear piece that Square Enix seems to do it's the top is a robe and then there's pants or underwear underneath it and I've always found that really really annoying like why are you putting all this effort into the chest piece I would love it if the chest piece was just separate and then there was a skirt piece and this is the first time they've finally done that the 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 top piece is like a the cross neck v v neck kind of sleeveless top 
which I will 150, 100% be getting. Hubby, please craft that for me when you can. Um, and Gather then, me everything I need. And then the leg piece is kind of like um, loose capris with like a toga kind of skirt that wraps around. But when you equip both of them, it's seamless together. So I, I really appreciate that Square Enix is almost going, hey, I get that you guys glamour. Let's make our pieces more usable for for like that kind of an element, and I think that was a great application. So that was I thought really, really, really. Thank you. It's the Dalmaskin drapery set. Thank you, Fenris. I really, really like how that plays out. I mean, that's literally the first topping game that I'm like, I think I own this shirt. <laughs> like <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, so I thought that was wonderful. Um, other than that, I don't know that. I mean, I love the uh, I love the bunny minion that I got from the golden saucer. Like, it's pretty adorable because uh, I had a bunch of MGP, so I just grabbed that real quick. And I don't know. Have you seen the little baby shark minion like doing anything? He swims in a little circle. I I haven't seen him actually do anything. I've seen him and he's cute. And I've also seen the shark mount. And the shark mount is cool if I can't see its face. <laughs> I don't like its face. I'll just stay behind you. Cool. And I think the only thing I did that you didn't so far was the rest of Eden and I unlocked the Beast Tribe quest, right. the Katari. Yeah. And I will say I really enjoyed the story leading into all of it. Um if you haven't done the unlock for the Great Serpent of Ranka, you should get on that because they do take a little while. I think we, Pete and I were talking about this. Like we actually both thought we'd finished that quest line, but we actually only did like half of that quest line. Yeah, we did like the part in Slitherbow, but yeah. there's also a part in Finale. Yep. And so I need to go and finish that part of it so that I can then go on to it. But yeah, I think it's pretty super cute. It's the Katari and... Yeah, like I said, there's been so much to do this patch that I totally forgot to run it the subsequent days. I've only run it that first day. You need to put a sticky note on your monitor. Yeah. Beast tribe, bitch. Because you finish the beast tribes right away, and then you kind of forget about them for a while unless you're leveling a job, and then you keep on doing them. But I'm not that way. I'm saying, you, you just forget about them if you're not working on anything. I I guess. So... Other than that, the only change that people asked me about was what did I think of the new way marker change where you cannot change them in the middle of a fight anymore. And for me personally, it was very rare. There was an occasion that I'd have to try to move a marker mid battle. Mm -hmm. So this hasn't really affected me that much. Uh, I There was like one point in the when I was in Ruby Weapon Extreme last night when I had the urge to move one just a little bit to make it a little bit better positioning, but it's not a big deal. I just we wiped and I did it after the fact. Yeah, aren't there some fights though where there was like complete moves and that's more of what they're referring to than a tweak? Uh people did do it, but I don't But now that they added more way marks as I don't think it was absolutely necessary. It just made it easier. Well and now that that there's more way marks, they can just do that with the extra way marks that are available. Uh, I mean depends on how like intricate they were getting with their way markers. Hmm. I guess I'm remembering like the original like the original turns where there was like a, there was a, sh- a phase change and then the original markers were completely obsolete and you placed new markers. Yeah. That like I, and I guess they don't do that as much as they used to. Yeah, I don't cuz I think they used to even like get rid of the markers, didn't they? God, I don't remember. But maybe cuz yeah, the arena time. like yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, so yeah, that change hasn't really affected me personally that much. Uh, if it's been any effect, it's that it's better because now we have two extra markers. Mm. So, 
yeah, way marker change. I think some people are blowing it a little out of proportion. Or are people upset about it? Some people are. And Mm -hmm. I think the people that are upset are they have an alliance raid run and they want to throw up ABC for where each group should stand. Someone early pulls and then you can't put the markers down. I did hear about that happening, actually being annoying. But that's honestly for most of those raids, like that's pretty. And then you put I think you can still do like the markers above your head. Mm hmm. So you just put that marker on your head and be like, hey, if you're in my group, stand with me. Stick with me. That's fine. Not a big deal. Because someone always early pulls in a 24-man raid. Just be like, hey, tank, here's your cone of shame. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's about it for our first impressions. Overall, I was very happily impressed. Of course you were. This is like the crafters and gatherers patch. But there was only like one gathering thing that I did. Two. Well, beast trap. You say, whoa, but yeah, too. But I did that once. It wasn't even like a main thing that I did. Still counts. But I don't know if I talked about this. With the ocean fishing, now that I've got my mount, I don't care about the title, really. Mm -hmm. I don't know what incentive there is for me to keep on doing this other than going with you. I was thinking about this, and I think they're going to add more incentives in the future. I feel like this is just the initial kickoff, because why do you want... You don't want to put a lot of effort into content if you don't know it's going to be popular, ideally like because they've done that so many times and, and it hasn't paid out like diadem and stuff yeah so to keep this kind of like very basic it's just keep the 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 rewards simple and if people enjoy it we'll do it again chat is saying decent for culinarian unfortunately decenting those fish does not level your culinarian from what i've heard it's just a simple separate decent for the items you get and it's not for culinarian so sell them or just decent them for the stuff well, you get because you get bait it, sometimes. It raises your culinarian decent. Does it? Because I'd re- I'd heard people saying in free company chat that it didn't. Well, I think it's like level one. So once you get to like level twenty, it would stop leveling it. Ah, it does not. Chat saying it does not. So if it does, maybe it's just for those super lower levels. But really, it's all. I saw one comment on Reddit that was like, you spend you know five minutes or you spend. 12 minutes fishing, five minutes waiting on cutscenes, and an hour and a half waiting to, or decent thing fish. So I think uh, I've just been selling them to Yeah, my after my vendor. first time in, I decent, you know, 50, 60 fish that I had yeah. and didn't get anything other than some bait back. Right. And I said, nope, not worth it. I will be selling every fish I got except any that I used for angler prints, which I actually did put two angler prints up in my house. Um, Cater, I have never uh, uh, decent a fish. <laughs> so next time I go fishing, I will decent them because I am somebody who is a, you know, the lowest possible level fishing decenter. So I will do that and see if I get any experience from it because everybody else talking about it is, is a higher level de- fish decenter like like yourself, I'm assuming. So we can at least get an answer from someone who's like, hey, I've never done that to a fish before. Yeah, Chances are if you were a fisher beforehand, you probably decent a, a lot of fish. shit ton of <laughs> yeah, fish. Get them out of your inventory. So yeah, you get fine sand, which occasionally you craft with, but most of the time you just sell back. And uh, one person said they got a tin Allegan tin piece, but I haven't heard anyone else. That is not worth it. Yeah, I think those are worth like fifty gil. Yeah, that's nothing. No, I'm good. Yeah, I just sell them back. It's a lot quicker. Uh, you probably get you probably get fifty gil from all the fish that you sell. That does remind me of a complaint I had about this, though. There's too many freaking different types of fish i do not like it i can't keep track of them it, it does, you do have to make sure you've got the you inventory have to have space. like 50 inventory places ready yeah like it's a lot and it's difficult because it's not only so many different kinds of fish but it's also a high quality and low quality so it doubles the amount of fish 
So it is. It definitely takes up a lot of inventory and, space, and you can't access your your uh, saddlebags. And if you're trying to get the highest amount of points, you don't want to have to take time to clear out your inventory while you're right. in there. You don't want to have to try to decent anything while you're in there. So yeah, I had to just throw like a whole bunch of junk on my retainer. I remember he was really mad last time we were fishing because he was like, "Oh, I can't do this." Yeah, of course. Like I run out of space as soon as the fucking rainbow aurorealis comes. Yep. Ugh. Sorry, so. Bob. But uh, anything else for first impressions, Avi? Nope. I think we covered everything that we were able to get to. I'm definitely going to be hitting the MSQ this weekend. and I'm getting my hair done this weekend. Takes as long as the <laughs> MSQ. Pretty much. Believe me. <laughs> All right. Community roundup, partner. We, or I, Avi doesn't know about this, I want to help out any of you that may have participated in ocean fishing and then you're like, oh, I want to see what like real fishing is all about. And like I keep on hearing about like big fishing, big fish fishing. I want to start fishing up some of those. So if you want to know when big fish are up, I'm going to have a link to a website in the show notes. Uh, it's ff14fish.carbuncleplushy.com and it's a Final Fantasy fourteen fish tracker app. And so it will tell you like what fish are up during one time. You can set it for like a Realm Reborn, Heaven's Word, Stormblood, Shadowbringers. And like you'll be able to mark them off like if you've caught them before. So it won't show it again if you've already caught it. And then you're going to be able to like keep track of all the fish that you're still needing. So what do you get when you catch all the fish? Pride, baby. That oh. feeling of accomplishment that you just don't get from your job. Okay. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Sure. So, yeah. I actually have a really fun time regular fishing and big fish fishing. Uh, it can get annoying when you have to have a certain time and a certain weather, use a certain bait, mooch a certain fish. It can be pretty time consuming, but it can also be very rewarding. And there's some fish that you can get swimsuits out of by decenting them. Swimsuits? And they can sell for a decent amount. So, boom. A reason to fish for you, Avi. Hey, Glamour. Pete, I have a silly question for you. Do you have any fish in your inventory so I can try decenting it to let people know if it does level? I do not. Uh, and I'm 100% sure of that. Okay. All right, Avi. I think that's an episode. Do you not want to do Twitter reactions? Oh, I forgot. Oni's Arcade said... In regards to Chili Cream and himself, self-love is important, Chili. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> at Keter Pants says, greatly appreciate the rage, she heals I tank, and Chili. Uh, go check them out at TV or twitch.tv at she heals I tank for my weekly podcast addiction. You will not be disappointed. And Keter, I'm so glad to see you streaming on the regular. It's pretty darn awesome. Or you might be disappointed. Who knows? Either way, it's effort involved, and it's cool. Uh, so on that I'm disappointed note, in us. Oh, I don't know. So on that super positive note, that is going to be it for this episode. As always, we've enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. Be sure to hit that follow button so you know the next time we will be going live. And a great big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or whatever other app you choose to listen to. You really are the reason we keep making episodes. And remember, wherever you do listen, it would mean a shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or review. And I have to say, it's been a while since we got one of those so you know that'd be cool if you did that or even more importantly just 
Tell a friend to check us Tell out. Tell a friend. Here with Egan Pete, I am Avi Ale, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.